Cold out here, man. They don't watch this tit. It's brick out here, bug. Man, dog. Like, I don't know where this came from. Uh, I think it came from the mountaintop. I saw a tweet the other day that said, like, um, dear, what it, dear, dear, dear New York, New Jersey, mm-hmm. you're with us out here, <laughs> out here, acting drunk. Come pick them up. <laughs> 30 inches, dog. 30 inches back home from where I'm from, dog. 30 inches of snow? 30 inches. Put you in the fucking dirt. Why? How do I even... Look, man. Listen, man. I got out, and I'm how, not looking back. How do you function? Like, I ain't trying to go back. That's why I'm saying. Like, I can deal with this. I can deal with cold and dry. I ain't dealing with cold and wet. No. Never again. It ain't happening. Now, soft and wet... That's more my lane. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. You're listening to The Quiet Storm here on WSYT with Ed and Aaron. Make sure you tell your ladies and your gentlemen out there that love is in the air. Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. It's one of my favorite things that I miss about the old school is the uh, the R&B station. The radio at the end. The, the, yeah. The night, the night radio. Yeah. yeah. There was a one lady here um, who was on 99.1 and she would get like call-ins. It was like Delilah. Mm-hmm. You remember that? I do remember her. Yeah. like And she would get some of the weirdest call-ins though. I remember just listening to hear like people like will call in and just have, you know, it'd be just, like we got a request from Ron who wants to say I'm sorry. For smashing in your window, and it was just like it made me a sign dedicated to him, and it was the weirdest fucking thing. I remember I was just listening because there'd be like one or two. Yeah, because my mom used to have on the nine point one. Like I couldn't touch the fucking radio. Mm. She'll have it on there. It'll be on there at night, and it'd just be like it would be like with Delilah, and they would and she'll just have like this call. This song's going out to such and such for, you know. She said, "I'm sorry." She's like, "I'm." I'm he's like, "This is from like Dexter going to Connie <laughs> Dexter, <laughs> saying, I'm sorry." It's not what it looks like. Yeah. And there's and the song dedicates to you and it's like it'll be like John Cicada or something like that. Have you ever requested a song on the radio for a girl? Never. Have you ever gotten a song on the radio requested for you? No. I think that's also good for me. Cause I think I feel like if I were to get a song requested for me, it won't be for the right reasons. What song what reasons would it be? I just I don't I just never had a girlfriend that I thought I was that big in their life that they would request songs for me on the radio. I got a song requested for me once. Did you? It was I was in high school, and uh, the girl that I was talking to. Well, this is this is gonna make me sound like an asshole. The girl that I was talking to called into the radio station and requested a song for me, and then she called me to tell me that she requested a song for me, but I didn't pick up the phone because I was on a date with another girl. That's great. That is great. But listen, man, I was young, I was dumb, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm trying to think if I remember what the song was. I don't remember what the song oh, was. That's too bad. I know. That was, that, was, that was my next question. Yeah. But, you know, it, you live and you learn. Yeah. How was your week? My week was uh, busy. Um, What'd you do? Look for a new place to live. 
exciting. Yeah. I, which is which is not Nacogdoches, by the way. Oh, yeah. We should probably tell people. Yeah. I will be doing the same thing that I was doing, but I just don't have to go to the country to do it. Yeah. So the show is going to remain unchanged, probably. Probably. I mean, I think the, I, I think we should, the interview is still cool. I mean, yeah, we can still do that. But I yeah, mean, as far I, as like, you know. It'll still be in my living room. On our, yeah, still be in your living room. On our end, it will remain unchanged. Most of the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's exciting. Congratulations, yeah, exciting. bro. I'm yeah. happy for you. Yeah, I'm happy that you don't have to move to a place that you're going to be miserable living in. It what like no one no one should live in Nacogdoches. Like I, I'm gonna stand by that. Um, I don't know what do you call it like Nacogdoches? Nacogdoches? Naggers, I think is what they call them. I I hope God I hope not. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I I'm gonna say Nacogdoches. Okay, that's yeah, fine. I'm gonna go Nacogdoches. Naggers for short. I'm not doing that. Okay. Um, yeah, just so I don't mean to offend. In Nacogdoches, especially not by calling you what Aaron called you, but I just don't think you should live there. I don't know why you live there. Like, if you're from Nacogdoches, please tell me why you live there. Unless, yeah. and if you're unless you're in witness protection, I don't see the purpose for you living there. And if you're in witness protection, don't reach out to us. Yeah, like you can just leave that because I will tell who's looking for you where you are. Yeah, because you're in Nacogdoches. Because you're in Nacogdoches, and frankly i think that you just make poor decisions they need more and they probably need some excitement yeah you need something going on over there yeah um how was your week uh <laughs> my week was great it's great had a really great week do you want to elaborate or just want no to say it's great okay i just want to say that it was great that's cool we uh do that <laughs> i'll elaborate i'll be happy to elaborate more when uh when 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 things are like solid okay that that is fair yeah that is fair i respect that um thanks for tuning in everybody thanks for listening good subscription if you haven't subscribed yeah you're smart if you haven't subscribed make sure you go and subscribe yeah because you is smart because you is smart you is kind you is kind and we appreciate you definitely do follow us on instagram follow us on twitter at state your take check out our playlist on spotify the state your take list and you can check out the merch store the state your takeaway you can check the link in our bio of our instagram page for the links on how to do all of that. Um, yeah, man. It's Valentine's Day. Well, yeah. Actually, t- yeah, tomorrow. Well, by the time people listen to this, it'll that be past Valentine's Day. Past, yeah. You'll be uh, hungover on your Valentine's Day drunkenness. Or full of chocolate. Full of chocolate. And, and regret. And possibly semen. Maybe. That is, that is a plan. Some of, some of you will be full of semen. Some of us. Uh, you have plans? Um, we're, just, we're making a um, Valentine's Day brunch. I'm going to cook with her. That's not fair. What's not fair? Because she makes brunch all the time. See, that's it. Here's the thing about us making brunch. Like, I am not credited. Oh, but I help. Do lot. you? Yeah. Like, I'm like, if, if that's it, interesting because she does she, she does seem I'm, to. I'm an executive producer. Like, I just <laughs> not in the credits. <laughs> she doesn't seem to give you much. He doesn't tag you in any of okay. the photos. It's okay. I'm, I, it's okay. Like, I. I'm not here for that. Like I'm here for the food. Who's going to be the executive chef and who's going to be the sous chef? I'll probably be the sous chef. Okay, so it's basically just going to be doing the same thing you've been doing. Well, yeah, like just uh, with a little bit more. You're going to do it butt naked. That's going to be a thing. Maybe. Okay. Just, just the apron. Yeah. Just the apron. <laughs> well, actually, like you got to be careful with that though, cooking, because like if you're like frying anything, like that yeah. can get very. Yeah, you don't want to get anything yeah, like uh, blistered. Like, you don't want yeah, because that could easily happen. Like I've been blistered clothes frying stuff. Like, yeah, that just pops off that pan. You know, it's, it's like napalm. That's why you got to keep it keep it really uh, simple. This yeah. breakfast, you know, maybe just some cereal, some bananas. <laughs> breakfast brunch with breakfast brunch with cereal. Captain Crunch and yogurt. 
Breakfast brunch with Captain Crunch. <laughs> there you go. That's not bad. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad for me later, though. Oh, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think that she don't do simple with brunch, man. She it does not appear to be simple it's never with her. Simple, yeah, it's her never brunches are, look very elaborate. They, they also are, look very delicious. They are. They're both of those things. And I'm a little upset that I have not yet been invited to brunch, even though I'm here every week. <laughs> and I have yet to have the formal invitation to come and join you two for brunch. But we're, that's fine. We're trying to help you. like... I don't need your, your help. body journey. Because, no, remember that time we seen you with a whole cake? You were kind of mad about seeing him with that whole cake? Yeah, I did have a bit of a conflict with that. Yeah, so right. it's like, you know, I mean, it's not like we don't want, we're just thinking about you. There, like, there's healthy brunches. There's healthy we, brunch we items. We don't do that here. You don't do that here, huh? We don't do that here. It's <laughs> not what happens in, Ed, in Ed's kitchen, Ed no, and Amanda's man. kitchen. No. Uh, that's cool. But that sounds fun, man. Cooking yeah. together is always a good. Yeah, I got her an orchid, a flower. Yeah, flower. Sorry. That's what it. Okay. Yeah, because I don't like. I hate buying roses. Yeah. Well, I think roses are only probably. I give. I think if you're dating, you can get a roses. But like, really, if you live in the same house, getting roses is very impractical. It's gonna die like, in, they're gonna die in a week. Yeah. And they have to clean this shit up. I'm not even down with roses when I'm dating. Like, if I'm gonna get you a flower, like it's gonna be something dope. Like it's gonna be a. Uh, you know, something that stands out. I feel like they're most suitable for dating just because it's like when you, you give them to her as a gesture and they're no longer your problem. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you, because like when you give her the roses and say, like, oh, thank you. And she, and she'll love them and they take them to her house yeah. and you go away from the roses and you never see them again. That's true. But like when you live together, it's like at some point, this is going to be something I have to clean up later. Mm -hmm. Like, so I just get her roses and they'll just sit there and they'll die like in a week and then they'll start like shedding on the fucking counter and stuff. Yeah. I got to pick that shit up with an orchid. It's nice, man. It's nice, and it just and it stays forever. Like yeah. as long as you water it, it's gonna be there for like months. It's very, it's a nice looking flower, dude. I'm saying a, you did really good with that one. Yeah, like just I'm saying, people need people need to people sleep on orchids. Get man. on this orchid train, man. Get on an orchid train, like it's not even it's because the thing and the thing about roses that I hate the most too is that like around like Valentine's Day, the the like they just up the price so much. Yes, man. and it's like if because I've bought my I've bought Amanda roses just because you know. Just to, yeah, just because you're a good guy, and they're so much cheaper. Mm -hmm. They're so much cheaper in April than they are in February. And yeah. It's so stupid. So I, that's why I, I hate buying roses. Um, the only thing that I don't like about orchids is that they're not particularly mobile. So it's kind of hard to transfer an orchid, you know, unless you carry it by its base. You know, putting it in a car, like you're, you, you got to strap it in. You got to strap gotta, it in. You got to put the seatbelt on it. Strap it in. You know, so yeah. um, just be careful with your orchids if you're going to be buying the orchids. them. Yeah. Um, cool, man. What are your plans? I'm not telling. That's what's up. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to put you on blast. I don't put you on front street. No, listen, man. I I'm very superstitious when it comes to this shit. So do, do do you, man? Just like my professional life, until the 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 cheese has been cut, I I'm not uh, not saying much. Do you, man? Let's talk about foosball. This bum-ass Super Bowl, dude. What a waste of time that was. What? I mean... I, nine points? Yeah. They scored nine points, dude. Yeah, the like the best offense. The most offensively offensive offense. offense we've ever seen. And the most dynamic, exciting quarterback we've ever seen. And a team of speedsters and receivers with glue, gorilla glue stuck on their hands. Right. We're able to amass to three, three field goals yeah. against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. If someone told me that, like, the kicker would be the only one scoring, 
and the Chiefs, I would never. Bro, if you had that prop bet, you probably made like sixteen million dollars. Oh yeah, that guy. That guy. Yeah, he's in GameStop money right now. He's in. Yeah, he's he's got long money. He's swimming in it. Um, what do you think of the game? I mean, I thought that uh, it made it let people know how how important like offensive lines are because. I think when when casuals watch football, they get lost in the, in the Patrick Mahomes and the Travis Kelseys. But one of the things they were talking about was that they were missing two tackles, mm-hmm. and they had to like start two. Like I think they had to like have two rookie tackles that weren't there that didn't do it before. Yeah, and so they so their line was beaten up. Yeah, and that kind of spelled the entire game. It was like with no line, they didn't have to like blitz anyone. Yeah, they had more people. They had more defensive people free, so the people less people were open. And they were also and like Patrick Holmes was like on the run the entire game. Do you consider this an asterisk win for Tampa Bay due to COVID? I mean, if anything, it's a bigger win mm. than a normal than a normal win. If you want to give asterisks, I think that you have like you have to go through this and COVID. Mm. Like those are that like you went through more obstacles than a normal season. Would. Dude, he went through Breeze, Rogers, and Mahomes, and COVID, and COVID, mm-hmm. and age. He's yeah, he's in the, he's in the oldest player in the NFL, I think. Yeah, he's by old, a long yeah, shot. Yeah, he's oldest. Put, no, I think I think Breeze is like right behind him. But oh yeah, but Breeze is done. Yeah, he might be. He should be. I thought he announced formally he was did retiring. He? I thought. I he hope did. so. I thought I you heard can't that. like I'm saying you can't be forty, like two or four three years old, and then break all of your ribs. Yeah, and just come back and play again. Like you shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be the same. It's like what should we break all of them? Yeah, you're going to be un- you're going to be changed. And I popped a lung. Yeah, help me. <laughs> And he and he's like, I want to come back. Who? I'm not coming back from that. Like, no, no, no. What do you think of the halftime show, the weekend? Look, I saw him get a lot of flack mm-hmm. for his halftime show, but I'm just like, do we not know who the weekend is? To me, what that halftime show was to me, it was like watching New Jack City on network TV. Yep, very good, uh, very good analogy. Yeah, like, you know the potential is there. You, you know, know what, what you, you know what it actually is going to. Be. It yeah. should be. But you're getting a watered down version for families and network television, right? So it's like, besides, no, can I tell you, I, I did, I haven't, I didn't even watch New Jack City on like at the actual copy of it mm. until maybe like three years ago. What? Yeah, yeah, no, like, and I was just like, dude, that's like one of my favorite movies. I didn't even like the thing about the network thing that gave me so mad is that they take out like I didn't even know that his brother was on crack. They don't show him smoking the crack pipe. Oh, they didn't. They didn't, didn't show, show that? that. No, they didn't show that. They didn't show that. I want to shoot you so bad, my dick is hard. That is, bro. I was just like, when I saw that, I had to stop the. I had to pause the movie. I was like, did, did he just say he had? He wanted to kill him so bad. Yeah. That he has an erection. Yeah. Cancel this bitch. I'll buy me another one. Bro, like when? So that's sit your five dollar ass down yeah, before I make, make change. change. Man, you want to talk quotables? <laughs> New Jack City. No, that's a gem. And I was Am I my brother's keeper. Man. And then the way he's <laughs> smokes the angel dust when he's telling that story about how he got high. Yeah. I'm t- like, look, but that's what watching that, that's what the halftime show was. It's like, yeah. I don't know what you're going to get. Like, the weekend is designed to be seen, you know, in a dirty nightclub with. Just like a dirty Los Angeles nightclub. He has a song with Future where he's talking about pretty much being in a crack house and yeah. being about the low life. Yeah. Like I don't if you don't if you don't watch the weekend, if you don't see the weekend and look to your left and look to your right and see a bunch of like uh heroin chic models surrounding you, 
Yeah. It's not it's but not the same. They also look very sad. Yes, they gotta look sad, but they're also just like there for vibes. Yeah. Like how'd you get into this place? Like it costs like no, I just paid with vibes. Yeah, they let you in. Yeah, and they let you in. They just saw you. I went to a restaurant this week where I paid with vibes. Did you? Yeah. That I walked in, it's like this vegan, healthy, super like clean restaurant. And they have a spot where you can park your yoga mat. It's literally there's a sign that says yoga mat parking. <laughs> and I walked up and I ordered my food. And the girl was like, yeah, I'm um, sorry, but we don't take card here. But if you want, you can pay with vibes. And I said, oh, word. That's what's up. And that's how I paid. Is that a real place? No. I'm about to say, like, where is this place at? <laughs> I got all the vibes for, for a meal. <laughs> that's coming, though, man. I got all the vibes for a it's meal. It's coming. Like, I, I, I am like certain the, to you. Like and, I got I to gotta wave my hands? Like, what I got to do? In 2022, there's going to be a restaurant that pops up in Los Angeles where you pay with vibes. Okay. Mark it down. 2022? I said it. All right. J.J. Watt wants out of Houston. He's not, not, not he, want, he's, he is out of Houston. Yeah, he is out of Houston, he's I should say. Out of he here. requested a trade. They granted it. No, not a trade. There was a release. Oh, release. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, there was a release. He requested his release. They granted it, and now he's a free agent. Deshaun Watson has demanded a trade, and the paperwork is still being filed <laughs> on that, I guess. I don't know. Um, JJ Watt has been to Houston what you would imagine any superstar athlete would be to a city that they were drafted to. He has been incredibly transparent for his love of this city. He's been out here. He's been active in the community. We all remember how much money he was able to raise for the relief at Hurricane uh, Harvey. Yeah. Uh, you know, not quite sure where the money went. I don't, don't really know. But, you know, it was out there. You know, he raised the money and uh, yeah. it went somewhere. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know exactly where his career is going to go from here. Don't know where he's going to end up, but um, seen a lot of love online for him. You know, in in much of a different way than we saw when uh, Jimbo left the city. <laughs> but uh, you know, whatever. I'm sure that there's reasons behind that. Oh, behind what, him leaving? No, I'm behind the the response that the fans have given. You know, between JJ Watt and James Harden. I mean, JJ Watt was uh, was it was a different animal about how he approached the city. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying like he was like you said he don't he like he donated money for raised money for Hurricane Harvey. He was very transparent, mm-hmm. like just. I mean, Harden donated a lot of money to the city as well. He did. The nightlife industry was, I mean, at an all time high. I, look. I mean, we can't we can't overlook that. You should not. No, you should not. You shan't. It should be noted. Should be noted. Should be noted. We gotta gotta be we gotta be hundred about the contributions that are made to the city. Um, how do you feel about Watt leaving? I mean, all of the all of, there's a mass exodus happening here. A lot of talent leaving Houston, dog. Yeah, like they're just out here. Like we all, didn't even talk about Carlos Correa going to uh, Toronto. Talk about George Springer, you mean? Or just yeah, George Springer. George Springer. Sorry. Yeah. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, we I haven't. Talk eat, about that. I haven't eaten today, so it's my okay. brain is a little gone. It's all um, good. A lot of players you want, leave. You want a wrap snack? Yeah, let me get a wrap snack. Your wrap snack. What uh? What flavor is this? This is uh, Migos sour cream with a dab of ranch. Let's try these out here. I don't really like sour cream and ranch, but we're gonna try. It. Oh shit! Whoa! This is good. Pretty tasty. Let me get a mo. <laughs> yeah, it's actually not too bad. Yeah, so I, I hate how good the chips are. Dabbing is a lifestyle. Yeah. 
Um, okay. So um, mass exodus of, of max mass exodus of players leaving the city. Yeah. JJY being the most recent. Yeah. How you feel? I get it. I mean, look, he's even though he's even though he's the best player on our defense, he's still a declining asset. So I get I get why they I get why they gave him the release because it's like well actually no I don't because they could have traded him. They can get something for they him. They could get something for him. Like he's still he, he like you could still get a boon for him, honestly. Yeah. Like, and he's kind of a draw, you know? He is a draw. Like he's a celebrity now. You could definitely trade him and get something for him. So that's why I, I that's why I was like, okay, so you won't trade Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And then you cut JJ Watt. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you actually doing over there? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the only thing I can say is that you did right by JJ Watt, because for granting his requests, which I'm okay with that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, on one end, you're all business, and one end, you're trying to do what's right for the player, which I don't really understand. Because it's like, if you're trying to rebuild the team or whatever, or just try to make the team better, and you have a guy that wants to leave, we can just trade him. Yeah. And you can get something for him, right? If you want to rebuild your franchise, but it doesn't look like they want to do that at all. No, I mean they're doing right by him, but at the same time, it's just like how can you, how can you do be one thing here and another thing over there? Is yeah. what I have an issue with because it's like you could do the same thing with Deshaun Watson, right? Yeah, easily, like, easily. If you want to, like, but instead you won't. So it's weird. It I is mean, weird, and it's just weird that they're just the. Like to be the dumbest franchise in Houston at this point is just wild. They're taking the crown for not just the dumbest franchise in Houston, but maybe the dumbest franchise in all of sports. I'd say like we're giving the Jets a run. You're you're on the podium for sure. We're giving, we're giving the Jets a run. You're on like, the podium really, for yeah. sure. Yeah, like especially in the past couple of years, I'd say we're giving the Jets a good run. Like I think the Jets. Run. I think the Jets have a really good chance to draft well. Yeah, and then maybe make some off season moves. Well, we don't have we don't have any picks for that. You don't have the moves for we that. We don't have any picks for to even draft well. That's what I'm saying. It's wild. So like, you're in, you're between a rock and a hard place. Bill O'Brien really scorched the earth and then got a job in Alabama. <laughs> like how in the fuck? Hey man, listen. He scorched the fucking earth here. When you get an opportunity it like salted that, salted the ground. <laughs> when you get an opportunity like that, it's hard to say no. He scorched the earth and salted the ground. He did. Houston. I'm not saying he did. He really did. Um, he deserved nothing. But yeah, like I just, but also it's just kind of like that just goes to show you that when a player is done, they're done. Yeah. Cause like, he gave this, him, he gave him a lot of opportunities. So just let him go. And he gave a lot to the team itself. What, what's with the, like, what is with the dick measuring contest of like, trying to keep a player here if they don't want to be here? Mm-hmm. Like, we're just, like, we're, I said, we're talking about like how hard and exit was bad. I'm just like, he didn't write the book on that. There, are, I, I can name a lot of people that. Okay. Yeah. We did talk about this. So about let's this. talk about who left better like who was able to finagle their way into a better situation oh finagle their way into better situations yeah let's talk about it i mean you could talk about lebron and kd we can't talk about that they 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 definitely like lebron not only did it once but twice he did and and things like kd is kd will still catch more heat than harden did for this move to this day i think yeah because when lebron went to miami they weren't already like a power dynasty Mm -hmm. and then when lebron went to la they still they were like on the cusp of like a you know rebuilding mm-hmm. whatever, but when KD went to Golden State, they were already the best team in the league. Yeah, uh, and then you know when KD went to Brooklyn, um, I mean it's kind of no, he, he wasn't. Not, I mean he wasn't joining anybody there. And, he was kind of like the centerpiece of a new era. But it's not like. But at the same time, it's like it's not like that was better. 
like you didn't move, you didn't you didn't upgrade from Golden State. No, not at all. Going to Brooklyn, no, you didn't do that. No, if anything, you just got like, you know, it was kind of like a it was kind of like a backward side step. Yeah, it wasn't a complete back step back yeah, pedal like but it wasn't a lateral move either no but i think he also knew that like he was going to be able to draw right somebody to come with him yeah uh who else Kawhi leonard Kawhi leonard did do that he but definitely did i think given his personality and given the fact that he went to um i can't remember was toronto was, was toronto any toronto, good? toronto got toronto had the number one seat in the east like two years in a row Mm. They actually had the best record in the East. Like they were literally a piece away. Yeah, and he was that piece. He was the piece. And like, and he had to leave San Antonio because they called him a fucking liar when he said his knee was hurt. And I think that that because of him not being a public figure, not being someone who speaks out very often, really benefited him in that yeah. in that regard. Um, because he wasn't going back to back with the franchise, and it looked more like the franchise was just being a bully. I mean, and saying that he wasn't really hurt to the, to the San Antonio fan base, they'll say you're different, though. Yeah, that's the thing. So it's kind of like it's weird. So it's like, but also of, these are people that live in San Antonio. So, oh, like, look, we have two people that listen. That they don't listen. Like, they don't live in San Antonio anymore. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. They can't claim that anymore. You're right. That's fair. Fuck San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> that actually works. Good job. I think you and I are both always on the side of the players. Mostly. When it comes to these situations. Except for, like I said, except for another one, I'll talk about Latrell Sprewell. Yeah, we can't, we can't excuse can't just, Latrell for... You can't just blindly follow him. I don't know what, I don't know if, like I said, I don't know what the conversation was, and I can't speak on that. Yeah. But I just can't blindly support, like, a felonious assault. Like, I yeah. can't just be like, oh, yeah, well, he probably, he probably had a choke coming. I was like, I don't know what happened there. It's, it takes a lot. You got to push a man to the limits to choke him while he's yeah. on the clock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it's one thing to do it in the locker room or maybe right. even after the game or whatever. But yeah. to choke him while the cameras are on, yeah. that man was upset. He was. Uh, he was upset. But again, we, we can't fully support that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, shout out to J.J. Watt. Shout out to Deshaun Watson. Hope you guys get what you want, man. I got another one. Oh, yeah. Randy Moss. Well, he was in the Raiders. Yeah. You know what? Good call. Randy Moss. Like, I mean, because he, he pretty much showed up and didn't show up. Mm-hmm. And they had to give him up for they had to trade like a, a Hall of Fame receiver for like maybe some late round draft because he's just that unproductive in Oakland. Yeah. And then he came to the Patriots and had and went sixteen. Yeah. And won. <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't forget that one. Yeah, and I was, it's, it's an important one. It's the most important one. Yeah, but so they yeah, Randy Moss too. Who like, did who they lose that game to? The team that you don't really claim anymore. I'm just, I'm just, who who did who did they it lose? It was the New York Football Giants. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay, with it being Valentine's Day, uh, I thought you know it would be important for us to at least read one story regarding the uh, the labor of love, as yes. they say. Okay, yes, yes. and what better setting to talk about a story such as this than the great state of Florida, the sunshine, the sun sunshine state, sunshine state, Dateline. Florida man stole engagement ring from girlfriend to give to fiance. Investigators say. Uh, Florida man stole an engagement ring from his current girlfriend to use to propose to another woman. Volusia County Sheriff's Office? Volusia? Is that how you say that? I mean, we'll say it. Today, yes. Volusia County Sheriff's Office said Joseph Davis, 48, used fake names including Joe Brown and Marcus Brown. No relation. <laughs> When he met both women in 2015 and 2016 through the OkCupid dating app, Davis maintained relationship with a girlfriend in Orange County 
and a fiance in Orlando. Detective said neither woman knew his real name. Investigators said the girlfriend discovered Davis was engaged to the other woman when she looked her up on social media and saw she was wearing a ring and a wedding band that were similar to her own. When she checked her jewelry, jewelry box, the rings as well as other items were gone. The girlfriend contacted the fiance and was able to get some of the jewelry back. Because of the infidelity, both women cooperated with each other and investigators. Uh, the fiance said she was also fooled by Davis. At one point, he took her to his girlfriend's house while she was at work. He claimed the house was his and asked her to move in with him. God damn. What the fuck? Yeah, you took this girl to another girl's house while she was at work. Said that you that was your house, and then you invite her to move it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never, I'm never surprised, but I'm always kind of shocked. Um, the fiance said she started packing her belongings and taking apart her furniture before he told her the deal had fallen through. She said a laptop and jewelry were also missing from her uh, after Davis moved out and disappeared. The women were able to track him down through an address they were given from a woman who was supposedly his niece in North Carolina. Authorities contacted the woman who turned out to be Davis's sister. Investigators said Davis was convicted of felonies in Oregon and North Carolina. He currently has an active arrest warrant in Oregon from a hit-and-run crash with injuries. Authorities said Davis had previously been arrested for possession of fictitious identification, filing a false police report, domestic assault, and possession of cocaine with intent to sell. Trapping. Investigators are searching for Davis and released multiple images of him, as well as an identifying tattoo on his left arm that both women described the words, only God can judge me. This man, <laughs> this is a sick nigga. Like this is this is unreal. Like honestly, the the level, the length of fuckery. Like look, all right, let me just describe what he's looking like in these uh photos. First of all, he's wearing shorts in every photo. Uh shorts below the knee. Uh cargo shorts, camo, like almost like the snow camouflage, the white and gray camouflage. Um thick-bodied he looks almost like a fat Jadakiss. <laughs> uh, he looks like if Jadakiss and Michael Clark Duncan morphed together and, be- and became... Jada Clark Duncan? Jada Clark Duncan. Yeah, that's exactly what he looks like. Um, you know, I mean, it's Florida, dude. There's slim pickings out there. So I can understand why these women thought to swipe right on this guy. But uh, yeah, Joe Brown, Marcus Brown... You got to come with a little bit more creativity than that, I think, if you want to get over your some fake ID shit. Lifetime, you have 48 hours to respond. Please, let's make this movie. Please, let's make this movie, dog. Yo. Um. Okay. We should probably talk about the biggest bag fumble I mean, I can't think of a bigger bag fumble than this. Can you? Bigger bag fumble. This is huge. This is monumental. It's pretty big. I'm trying to think of a. There's a, There has to be one. Like, I'll 
I'll say I'll, I'll bowl it over. But we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll start While I'm reading, too. think about it because mm-hmm. this is just like it's pretty bad. Dateline. Lucasfilm calls Gina Carano social media posts abhorrent. An actress is no longer employed by Mandalorian Studio. In the wake of Gina Carano's controversial social media posts, Lucasfilm has released a statement Wednesday night with the spokesperson saying Gina Carano is not currently employed by Lucasfilm and there are no plans for her to be in the future. Nevertheless, her social media posts uh, denigrating people based on their cultural and religious identities are abhorrent and unacceptable. Carano played bounty hunter Cara Dune in the first two seasons of uh, The Mandalorian and looked like we'd be seeing more of her. It appears not. The actress shared a TikTok post comparing the current divided political climate in the United States to Nazi Germany. Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize don't realize that get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews. The government first made their own neighborhoods hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? She wrote. Yikes. All right, I got I got two contenders. Okay. Um old girl that goes to Tyler Hero in the DMs. Oh. That's one. Great call. And Terrence Howard fumbling the Iron Man. Iron yeah. Man bag. Okay. So I've heard conflicting stories okay. about the Terrence Howard things. I've heard one, he was like, I want more money for Iron Man too. And I've also heard that um he had a legitimate like case where he was like, look, the the movie made this much money. Right. I made this much. I'm asking for this much for the next time. And they were just like, nah. I think I, I think it was because they replaced with Don Cheadle. That was like, because I'm it, cool with it. Yeah, because that's why no one even tripped about it. Because yeah. it's like if you if you it was someone bad, it'd be like, oh, this is bad. But that was Don Cheadle. It's and like, it worked out for oh, Terrence man. Howard anyway because yeah, he, he got, got Empire. he got Empire and yeah. he was fine. That's that's true. That's true. Um, but I mean this this girl, yo, what the fuck? I think like the thing is, it's like I think they were trying to blame cancel culture, but I don't think it was that because I remember hearing about this like a long time ago. Her, yeah, her, her, her some she's always been on this bullshit. And it's just like, and they were, and they would probably just talk to her like in some just at work shit, like, "Yo, yeah, you gotta calm shit down. Like, we get that you can feel that way; it's fine, but just don't put that you're representing us. Yeah, knock it off." I saw the post that she put up recently, thanking everybody for her support, and that she's going to be making a movie with Ben Fucking Shapiro. Oh God. Um, and can I ask you a question? Sure. Because you're a big UFC guy, you're a big fan. Uh-huh. I saw a lot of UFC fighters commenting under her post. Oh, you're so strong. You're so brave. Thank you for this. You're going to do so great. What is it about UFC fighters or just like MMA fighters in general that are, that makes them be uh, maniacs? Maniacs? Yeah. I mean, I think, well, I think it's part of, well, one is like what they do for a living. Yeah. On top of that, like, I think I, like that is one part, but I don't think it's all MMA fighters that do that. I think it's just, I think for one part, I think it's just people. Like I think when you when people train together, I heard it's like a family. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I've heard these things, so I'm guessing that could be something pretty difficult to separate. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, I don't because like, I'm pretty sure like the uh, I'm sure the people that like may just fuck with Gina Carano like as a person, yeah, but they may not fuck with her what she's believing. And sometimes it's kind of hard to like separate the two. Carano previously stirred up dust on social media with comments about mask wearing and voter fraud. Yo. 
In November, she made fun of those using preferred pronouns on social media by listing beep, bop, boop in her Twitter bio. Uh, the action came off as transphobic. She later walked that back, saying Mandalorian star Pedro Pascal, quote, helped me understand why people were putting them in their bios. I didn't know before, but I do now. I won't be putting them in my bio, but good for all of you who choose to. I stand against bullying, especially the most vulnerable and freedom to choose. Um, so she stands against bullying, but I guess she's supportive of Trump, who is a bully. Um, I, don't know, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I just got into Mandalorian. I like just Carrot Dune. Don't get attached. Well, I mean, you know, it's what it is. I'm just, I'm, I've, I've, I can handle recastings. I was gonna say somebody's already like somebody was always like, yeah, just put Amanda Nunes in there. <laughs> like, like nobody's gonna tell a difference. <laughs> like she's a bigger badass and she could probably be a better actor. So wow, that'd be crazy. That would be crazy. But also, like I've also I've, I've heard that you know there's no plans on bringing her. There was no plans to really um, rewrite the script or anything like that because I guess she wasn't really in season three mm. that much. Um, so they're just gonna like write her off completely. But and... I not, I'm sure Disney's like, like I said, this happened for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Disney probably came to her and was like, yo, look. Yeah, but there's certain things like you can talk shit about mask wearing and voter yeah, yeah. fraud and stuff like that, and like you'll be like towing the line. Right. But the moment you start typing out the word Nazi, dude, like yeah. it's just that's like, what I'm saying. All like, bets are off. People dude. Was, people were saying that, like, oh she got canceled. Like, no, she didn't get canceled, she got fired. Like yeah, she got fired. Like that's what it was. It's like, look, like I'm because I said this is this is not just it's not just one post that she did this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think it was like when when it came up before, I'm sure Disney came and talked to her, they're like, look, knock it off. Yeah. Like, we get that you feel this way, and that's cool, but still fucking cut the shit yeah if and, anybody thinks that disney wants this kind of pr nightmare to ensure like you're you're going about this the wrong it's way not even like because if, it, if it was one tweet you can say oh they canceled like no like they were it's just like look you're doing behavior that is not what we want yeah so stop it or we gotta cut you i had this conversation earlier this week because i was talking about how uncomfortable i used to feel at my old jobs with my kind of personality and having to be a representative of the company that I work for, right? right. Be, not being able to like, you know, truly be yourself. You know, you have to dial back your jokes or your sense of humor or whatever the fuck. You know, you can't really talk about certain things while you're on the clock. But then you move in, in transition into working for yourself and you can be your complete self, right? So when you work for somebody, you have to be an extension of that company. Like whether or not you believe in everything that they, like if you work for Chick-fil-A, and you happen to think like, oh, like everybody deserves equal rights. Like it doesn't really matter because when you walk out of the building and you're wearing the Chick-fil-A hat and the shirt, people are going to immediately associate you with falling in line with Chick-fil-A's beliefs, right? Right. Even though that's not personally your beliefs. So, but you still have to, you're still required as an employee to, you know, follow policy, I guess. Yeah, like toe the line or whatever the fuck. So you're working for fucking Disney. You work for fucking Disney, Gina Carano. Like, yeah. do you think? And look, and I, I know that there's a relation. I know that we can make the 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 fucking relation between Walt Disney and Gina Carano and like all that shit. Yeah, but that's yeah, yeah. beyond the point. But that's the thing. That's it, beyond the point. They, they, they even adds more to it because it's like, look, we already get a lot of anti-Semite shit already. Like, we like we'll call Walt Disney. Yeah. Like we don't need any more of this shit. Like, yeah. just fucking stop it. Right. Right. It's hard enough to hide all that other shit. But I mean, like Disney over the years has been able to uh, create this incredible 
image of family and family and wonder and magic and you know thinking beyond and it's all great it's all wonderful i love it and just fucking put that shit in my veins so if you're going to come out the side of your face and start talking about how being a republican is like being a jew i need for you to sit the fuck down like fucking stop it and like, go stop. away somewhere <laughs> just like gina stop just stop like that because i think that's another thing people think is like i think that people just think that companies just want this kind of heat it's just like look they were, they were, i'm sure they were like you know like look just fucking stop it yep just please could you just stop it like i'm sure there was someone's calling you like look do, fucking delete delete it yep. delete it now please delete it stop and delete it yeah and, and put your phone down for like 48 hours but she couldn't do it can't do it uh okay i don't really know what the story i don't really know how to transition into the story so i'm just going to read the headline just read the words Dateline! North Carolina cops host small party with white guys who broke into black woman's apartment. What Shanae Porter discovered when she came home to her apartment in Raleigh, North Carolina last week would horrify most people, especially a woman who lives alone. Her door was open and inside two strange men were chilling in her living room. They helped themselves to her food. They were wearing her ex-boyfriend's clothes and one of them even used her shower. Shocked, Porter simply said, who are you? When one of the men came towards her, she quickly closed the door. I just looked at him and I said, who are you? And he started coming towards me and I hurried up and closed the door. I didn't know what to think or what to say. I was so speechless. I've never seen anything like this before. Porter called 911 and the police soon arrived. Hooray, you would think. Unfortunately, the officers didn't respond with the urgency you might expect. This is when we reveal the less than shocking plot twist that Porter is black and the men who broke into her home are white. Uh, do you want to play this video? Sure. You want to play the sound from this video? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Not funny, but... You thought the video was funny? I mean, I thought there was one part where he says, I'm Shaney, and her name is Shanae. And I think he mispronounced her name. Like, I don't know if that's true or not, but I think he, I think he said, I'm Shaney, but I'm like, what is it? Did you know... Oh, shit, hold on. Gotta fucking play a commercial. <laughs> uh... Oh my god what is this you know what i fucking hate i fucking hate all this shit like i fucking hate the okie doke like don't give me the okie doke with these videos just play the video right. if you want to play an ad just pop it up i'm more likely to look at that than i am at any sort of you know pre-roll that yeah. you're going to put in there especially from honda dealerships yeah like get out of my face with this all right door it was open so it did like that Porter says when she arrived home at her briar creek apartment tuesday morning she walked into a nightmare what's up girl? was it you yeah that's my yes. two men she did not know lounging in her home eating her food wearing her ex-boyfriend's clothes she says one of them even took a shower a neighbor's doorbell cam i don't know why she still has her ex-boyfriend's clothes in her apartment you think he's still coming out do you think she's dating uh marcus brown Got out. I mean, that would be a parallel. That would be a great plot twist. And I said, who are you? And he started coming towards me, and I hurried up and closed the door. I didn't know what to think, what to say. I was so speechless. I, I never seen anything like this before. Emotions took a new turn when Raleigh police respond to Shanae's call to 911. Officers question the intruders. Shanae and her neighbors angered and confused on what they see as a lack of urgency from police. The suspects in her apartment were both white. Shanae calls it a double standard. If I was a white woman... It looks like this happened in broad daylight, too. Like yeah. It wasn't like late at night. So it's even scarier. Like It's almost like 
What the? Like, how did you even get in here? Yeah, I'm Shaney. This is Marty. I want you to tell me what the cover number is. May rest them now. Are they still sitting They're in my house. She's a victim, and I want to see it treated like a victim situation. There is a foreign man in her home. That's why we have him detained in there. You have to understand, there's actually two of them in there. Get him detained outside. You can be detained outside. At this point in time, what's safest for us and every single person out there is to deal with them in that situation, detain them and then bring them out afterwards i called you for help. um okay so basically what happened was they the cops entered the apartment they started asking the guy a bunch of questions the guys a bunch of questions they were like who who really lives here like what's the apartment number and they were not being um particularly respectful the the intruders i would say to the to the police and saying like i live here my name is shaney even though it's your yeah. um and then I guess they handcuffed them inside the apartment instead of removing them forcefully from the premises. Right. As you would most trespassers, I would assume. Right. They were clearly in there squatting. Yeah. But again, like, how the fuck did they get in there? They broke in. They just, like, took their shit and were squatting in there. I mean, look. Do we even have to say it? <laughs> we don't have to say it, right? Say, no, no. People out there listening, no, they get it. They get it. They know what we're gonna say, but we're not gonna say it because we don't need to say it. You already know what it is. You already know the game. Let's move on. Uh, what kind of black ass shit are you doing for Black History Month, other than eating rap snacks on microphone? Um, <sighs> <laughs> great, great. That's the main thing. Yeah, huh? Just the main thing, right? Just crunch. Just, yeah, that's fine. Let's just crunch into the microphone. Uh, let's talk about what would happen if we canceled Black History Month, hmm? Dateline! Black GOP candidate vows to cancel Black History Month in Michigan if elected. Uh, this man looks like a broke Kenan Thompson. <laughs> Austin Chengi. Is that how you say that? I think so, yeah. The black Republican candidate who is running for governor of Michigan has promised to end Black History Month if, in the state if he is elected. On Monday, February 8th, the Army veteran announced that he will abolish the annual observance because he believes it is prejudice against people from other backgrounds. I will cancel Black History Month in Michigan, he tweeted. It's offensive, unfair, maybe illegal? Americans from all backgrounds deserve a revered history. I'll declare American History Month. As opposed to American history all the time, because that's what we fucking learn in school. Yeah. Chengi, who is the first Republican candidate to go up against Governor Gretchen Whitmer, received immediate criticism from people who believed his stance was ridiculous and without merit. Twitter user Bari A. Williams tweeted, So I presume you'll also do away with Women's History Month, Hispanic Heritage Month, Pride Month, AAPI Month, and Native American Heritage Month, too. Meanwhile, you can still always tell them by the haircut. And uh, for those of you that may not understand that, uh, this man's hairline is so far back. Um, it, Amanda Seals tweeted um, on her story that same had that same article, mm -hmm. and she put the devil in the lining. And I was like, God damn it. Devil is in the lining. It is in the lining. Devil is always in the lining. Um... Okay, let me uh, let me let me let me throw this out at you. We have a Black History Month. Mm -hmm. 
We learn about the same shit every year in Black History Month. We learn about Martin, Rosa, Frederick Douglass. Malcolm. Did you learn about Malcolm in, in school? Because I sure didn't. I had to look for it, but I learned about it. I had to look for I didn't learn about, I didn't really truly learn about Malcolm until I was in college. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about like, you know. I think I learned about it in high school. Um, let's talk about elementary school, oh, yeah, middle okay. school, okay. maybe okay. Even a little bit of high Harriet school. Tubman. Harriet Tubman, of course. Um, feels very repetitive and regurgitory every year to learn about the same figures. Um, not much, not much. Nat Turner. No. Not much. Nat Turner. No, certainly not. Definitely no Fred Hampton. Yeah. Definitely no Black Panthers. Definitely no um, Angela Davis. Right. Right. So, like. We could theoretically eradicate Black History Month and just pepper in Black history throughout history learning, like American history or world history. And the effect might even be better because we're integrating it. We're integrating Black history with just history without making it feel like it's pandering or um you know whatever yeah so there i think there could be an argument to be made about this not the way that this guy is saying it but in a more like let's just treat black history as american history kind of way yeah but that can never work why not because american history is too obsessed with making america the hero in the story Okay. Yeah, I can't deny that. And that's why I, that's why I can never work that way. That's why I have to have like a stream one because it's like you can't. But even then, like we don't get the full story. We don't get the full story, but at least you like get this the, is the this is Black History Month, right? Right. This is Black History. This is Black History goes like okay, so it started with some slavery, right? And then Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, right? And then uh, there was some uh, you know Jim Crow uh, segregated South, and then Martin Luther King came and ended all that. And then Barack Obama was elected president. And then that's black history. That's what you get. You get the fucking shiny details of it. Yeah, but that's being changed now too. You know, because that was also Is it? Yeah, absolutely it's gonna change now. I think I think now I think now, especially like we have like like we just saw Jesus and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. Like that just came out. Mm-hmm. We have when you have mediums like that are showing I'm talking about for the kids, Ed. I'm the talking kids? not talking about for you and me. I'm not even talking about for like high school oh, kids. I'm talking like for young yeah. kids. Okay. For young kids. They like, don't get that real shit. And I don't think that they should at that age. I because think, it's no, real dark. I think they should. I mean, it's really fucking dark. I think dark, they dude. should. Because it gets dark for kids too. Yeah, maybe you're so right. So it's like, it's just, uh, I know that you want to shelter them, but sheltering from this is not going to help them at all. Mm. Like it doesn't. I mean, like you said, like I mean, we have instances instances of like Emmett Till mm-hmm. and that and the kid that like got the death penalty. Like, can't remember, I think I forgot his name now. Oh, George Stinney. George Stinney. Yeah, we have instances like that. You know, and you have to know why that happened. Yeah, to to, to people that were very very young. Right. So it's just like I would love for America for it to be American history, but. Like I said, American history is too. I mean, it's not even just our history. Like, think about what they, how they, the, the, 
describe what happened to Native Americans or how they describe what happened to like um, Chinese Chinese people in internment camps. Like they've right. wronged more people than black people, but even that's washed out. Yeah. So it's like I don't have faith in the education system to pepper in black history in the place where it belongs. I think just in general. Hell, Texas history is a fucking travesty. Like we like they teach the Alamo as if it wasn't just drunk like weren't just drunk um soldiers occupying like um Spanish property. Yeah. And they act like they maybe they talk about remember the Alamo. Like what kind of shit is that? These niggas were just drunk. What is it to, what is there to remember? Exactly. <laughs> we, but we learned that shit in school and it was like They uh, had a fucking rager and wouldn't leave. Yeah. But that's how we learned it in school. So I'm like, I don't have faith yeah. in them to do that. Um What what really um what really kind of bothers me right now just in the world and kind of like, you know, feeding off what you just said is there's been an increase of violent attacks against Asian Americans. Yeah. Um, even like older, like elderly mm-hmm. ones as well, elderly people. And it, it's purely based off of like race. Like it's pure hate crimes. There's not, it's not like a coincidence. It's like people are beating up Asian Americans because they believe that they had something to do with the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, Virus. So weird. Very weird. And, uh, you know, the crimes are being perpetrated by white and black people. And you don't really see the reports in the media. You don't really see the stories being shared. You don't really see the, you know, the memes being shared. You don't really see the, you know, the viral, you know, whatever, social media movements or whatever like that. And I think it kind of plays into the same reasons as to why we can't get to a place where we can be honest about America's history. And it's because it's just not like, like it's a fucking bummer. And I, I'd say that word. So like, it's like, I don't really have a better word to describe it. And I'm don't mean, I don't mean to be flipping about the seriousness of it, but if you're going to sit and teach a child about the history of the world and you're going to teach them about the history of this country, you got to go dark. You got to get really dark and you have to get really ugly about it and you have to be really honest about it too. Yeah. And people just don't want to be honest about it because you don't want to admit that you come from, uh, you know, like a really disgusting heritage line you know what i'm saying like it's it's a tough thing to deal with well i think but i think it's like you also have to that's why you have but that's why i have to do it because you have to teach them what yeah about, about like what the nature of man is and how this shit happens and right. how to not be this and how you don't have to be this but you don't have you don't know what not to be or how not to be that unless you know what it is that's happening right so yeah it's and it's like that's why you know, American history is what it is. It's all American history. I've learned has always been like just this, like um, it's almost like a movie in mm-hmm. your head mm-hmm. when you when they talk about it in school. It's just like this thing about we won Revolutionary War, right? And then we, you know, and then we call we colonial we helped them, we discovered North America and we brought colonies here and all this other stuff here and all this great stuff. But they they wash out the fact that like you know. Cause like it, cause like they wash out the thing about slavery. Slavery is like a bullet point. Right. They wash out like you know the trail of tears and you know the and or or like or just like even in wash with about the conquests yep. and stuff, the crusades. Yep. They wash that stuff out. It's like no, this all this stuff is just progress. It's just 
European progress, and that's all it is. So and it's like you have to talk about the dark side of like because like your progress came at the expense of someone else. Exactly. Yeah, you, you have to talk about that part. Yeah. I don't know how to approach it. I don't know how to tell a teacher how to do their job, but you're right. You have to. You have to. I mean, our curriculum was not there yet. No, sadly, it's not there. But I mean, but maybe that's why it's on us. Like maybe it's why it's on like us as parents or as uncles and aunts and you know brothers and sisters and shit. If you have children, it's definitely on you to tell to fill in these gaps that you know that that school won't. Let's fill in some gaps right now. Let's talk Black History. For Black History Month, we are spotlighting black people. We're going to talk about some of the people that are still alive right now that we want to give the flowers to before it's too late. So, Ed, who is your black spotlight on? I don't, we, do we have a name for this segment? We have to, we, we, we got to workshop The that. black light. The black light. Yeah. Who you shine the black light on this week? Um, when I thought about the person this week, I thought about uh, a, a relatively new sport um, is um, mixed martial arts. Disc golf. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. That's what you were going to say. Got it. Yeah. So I want to highlight a person that I think um, is not getting enough flowers now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that person is uh, Daniel Cormier. DC. DC. Because I, I think people probably want to go like John Jones, but nah, nah yeah, nah, that's, that's a little problematic. Right the, yeah, the thing about um, because I mean, he white he, meat baby face Daniel Cormier. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like I, I just think that he's um, he's been he's like he's been a great champ. He was a great champion. I think he started off in Strike Force. He was undefeated before he fought John Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the first African American double champion. Correct in the UFC, um, he's held he's held lightweight champion and heavyweight champion, mm-hmm. um, both both apart and together. Uh, and I think just like outside of the UFC, he's just really just like if you want to like make a champion mm-hmm. as a public face yeah. of your company, like I like he's pretty much that guy. Like never never ding for drugs, right? Never never in trouble, never in trouble outside. Like just pretty jovial guy even now he does like commentary for the um ufc and he does and he has like a um he has a detail like you know how they have detail on the espn plus mm-hmm. when they have like payment he has detail like we details um mma fights well you know what's always interesting to me about dc is that like you said he checks all the boxes he's a fantastic fighter he's a fantastic human being and he can talk yeah like he can he, he's, he has a personality yeah you know what I'm saying? And yet still, for whatever reason, he wasn't able to reach the Conor McGregor, John Jones uh, levels of popularity amongst casual fans. Right. Say. Like if you're a hardcore MMA guy, you know how good DC is and you, yeah. you respect him, right? Yeah, definitely. And I believe that DC is one of the one fighters that uh, Khabib really respects as well. Yeah, right? they're, 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 buds, like they're, they're, they're bros, right? Yeah. And Khabib doesn't really have a lot of respect because he just looks at everybody else as like his son. Like he's like, <laughs> I, could beat, I could beat him, I could beat him. Like these, these men are my sons. Um, but you can make the argument that DC is one of the best ever, right? Oh, he's, if he's not in your top 10, then you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Mm. Like I, he's, I think he's in people, anyone's top 10. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the only thing he didn't do was beat John Jones, which is which no one's done except for John Jones. But like, you know, I mean, I just think that he didn't. He didn't get enough flowers when he was in. When he was fighting, mm-hmm. like, he definitely didn't get enough flowers when he was fighting. Like he was serving. He was always like people just kind of. 
didn't give him the didn't give him the check he deserved. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? I, that was bugging me about like him about his career. Yeah. So I mean, I, so since I have a platform, <laughs> I'm gonna well give him my flowers. Yeah, give him some fucking flowers, man. Like Daniel DC Cormier is making Black History now in a relatively new sport, and I think he's in the, he's gonna bash of the sport. And I think it's just what you want out of a champion Hell in yeah, any man. sport. And he's a wrestling fan, so yeah. Oh yeah, he's a wrestling fan, and he also had a like I said, he had a great um, yeah, like I think he had like a run. And he had the gold medal in the U.S. Championship like 2000, 2008. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's, he's an accomplished wrestler, an accomplished um, MMA fighter. Just Yeah, he's awesome, dude. Uh, my black light is going on Dominique Margot Dawes, a.k.a. Awesome Dawson. Member of the world-famous 1996 Atlanta Olympic gymnastics team, uh, the Magnificent Seven. Is uh is what they called them. Uh, you want to talk about champions? I mean, I'm scro- I'm scrolling. I'm literally scrolling. Let's just say she won a medal in either either the Olympics, World Championships, or National Championships from 1992 to 2000. Like, I think almost every year, 92, 93, 94, uh, 95, 96. I don't see 97 or 98 on here or 99. But then she came back in 2000 and was just like, nah, let me get one of these bronze at the Olympics in uh, Sydney. It's more hardware. Uh, I had an enormous crush on Dominic Dawson when I was a kid. Every four years <sighs> for two, like just for two weeks out of the four years. And she was the one that like really made everybody pay attention. I mean, yeah. like, look, there was like Carrie Strug, uh, Dominique Mosciano, Shannon Miller. Like, they were all like superstars. But there was something a little extra special about Dominique Dawes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but got me interested in gymnastics. <laughs> got me interested in really the Olympics, and brought and you know made the Olympics fun. Like it was fun. It was something that you tuned into. Because they always put it on at prime time. They knew everybody was going to be watching. They put the fucking, uh, what is it? The uh, gymnastics. And then they did uh, like track and field. Like Michael Johnson. Like he was also the big star from those Atlantic games. Um, But it was something that you did with, you know, you you sat around the TV and you watched and you just was amazed by what she was able to do on the floor and all the other apparatuses that I'm not very aware of. Yeah. Just watching, just watching her and crushing. Yeah. But uh, she was also um, the co-chair of the President's Council on Fitness, Sports, and Nutrition uh, under Barack Obama. Hmm. Do you know who she uh, sat with? Who was also... Uh, who she, she also uh, served with in, in, that, in that role? Was it Michelle Obama? No. It was Drew Brees, actually. <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not yeah um but yeah she's a hall of famer man and she's amazing and i love her and if you're listening to this dominique you can uh hit me up after sunday i'll be free all day sunday <laughs> in case you want to you know get together and maybe get a bite to eat or something well another week in the bag yeah how do you feel about that one i felt pretty good i felt pretty good i liked it Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Check out our uh, 
playlist on Spotify, the State Your Take list. Check out the store, the State Your Takeaway. Check out the link in our bio on Instagram for links to all that. Um, there was something that I forgot to mention at the top of the show. Uh, I don't remember. It probably wasn't that important. Actually, it wasn't that important. I'm going to tell you right now, it wasn't that important. Um, I feel like we always rush out of this part of the show. Like, we take our time at the beginning. Yeah. And then we just kind of like, all right, bye, everybody, bye. Get a little longer. But we just got to let this beat ride out a little bit sometimes. Yeah. I just want to let people know that we're not endorsed by Rap Snacks. I just enjoy the taste of them. But Rap Snacks, if you're listening. Oh, absolutely. By all means, send us some. That'd be great, man. That would be awesome. Can you imagine just getting a box? We still have yet to get the one sponsorship that I think would really put us over. Uh, and I think Rap Snacks might be the one to do it. That would be it. That would be fantastic. So Rap Snacks, hit us up, man. Um, we'll take some... What is this again? This is a sour cream with a dab of ranch. Sour cream with a dab of ranch. And I don't know, just whatever else. I think Carby has a barbecue flavor. That, that'd be great. We'll do that. Yeah, let's do that. We'll get a little variety pack. We can get a little bit of everything. Yeah, they got a biggie one. I think Romeo has a flavor. Isn't that? Isn't this whole masterpiece thing? It might be. I think it is, yeah. I think it Romeo is his has thing. has a flavor. Yeah. Um, Boosie Badass has a flavor. Of course he does. Yeah. Uh, who else has a flavor? I think they're all good. They're all good flavors, man. Like I and hate, the artwork is really just like... It felt like pandering. Then I ate the chip. And I was like, damn, this is a good chip. It's a good snack, man. It's fucking good. It's good. You got anything else you want to say to the people? We love most of you. We don't care for the rest of you. Alligator Productions.